Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com Hello, all of you wonderful people, and welcome into today's very special 100th episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. My name, of course, is Sonny. I am here with my co-host, Caleb. Yo! And we want to thank all of you, the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful listeners of our podcast, for your love and support over these last uh, 10 months, 11 months? Almost a year. Yes, it really is overwhelming to us, the love and support that we've gotten from all of you, the listeners. And of course, that starts with the patrons. So a huge shout out goes out to Austin Johnson, Salix, Kane Martin, Damian Zink, Gate Guardian Support, Marshawn Jones, Master of Isa, Mr. Herbie's Witchcraft Remain 2022, Zypherus, Zephyrius, AD, Aaron Gardner, Anthony, Leela, Opelousa is a Floodgate, Brandon, Dank Nugs, Dino Nugs, now Dank DNA, Kevin Hugh, Mountain Man, Owen Alvarado, Pig, Rudolph, Sneaky Links, What Does Pot Agree Do, Chris Myers, MBT's Hard Leg, Old Man Red, Ray Powell, Slaking It Up, and Sunny Sweet. Thank you all so much for your continued support. If you would like to support the podcast at no extra cost to you, of course, always be sure to check out our TCG Player affiliate link in the description down below. If you want to go the extra mile to support the podcast also, you can always leave us a rating on Apple, iTunes, or Spotify. Or if you're listening on YouTube, be sure to go ahead and like, comment, subscribe, let us know what you think about the podcast there. So, with all of that said, let's go ahead and get on into today's episode of the podcast. So, as you all know, we've been gone for a little while. Oh yeah, it's been a long trip. Yes, 
That is the understatement of the century. So, where have we been, you might be wondering? Well, let's see. Last weekend, so this would be the weekend of the... Second and third. Yes. No? Hold on. Let me double check my calendar and make sure. Yes, yes. Second and third. We were at a regional in Mississippi on Saturday. Yes. And then literally the very next day, we, uh, and then after that, we drove to New Orleans, uh, where we had a regional in Kenner the next day. Right, right. Then came back. Yep. Took a week off to kind of chill for a minute before uh, we left Thursday night, like 8.30 to arrive, and drove all the way through the night to drive all the way to North Carolina. And boy, was it a drive. What was it, 13 hours? 13 and a half each way. Yup. Uh, so, you know, so we get there around 10, 11 o'clock, uh, sign in for the YCS the next day. Yep. So I literally drove all the way both times, except for on the way back. I pulled over and let somebody else drive for like a couple of hours, got some sleep, and then got back in the seat and kept on going. So yep. uh, if my energy level is not quite there, it's because we are recording the day we came back from Charlotte. Yeah, like we literally got home at like 10. Well, I got home at like 1030 this morning. Uh, Sasani probably got home at 10.40, like 10 minutes later. Yeah, yeah. And then I had to unpack everything, set up all of the equipment, because we brought all of our equipment with us, even though we ended up not being able to get a good chance to record while we were up there. So it's it's been rough. <laughs> yeah. But we're here to talk about uh, the regional and the YCS, actually. So yeah. regionals, plural. Well... Let's go ahead and recap the regionals first, and we'll come back up for the YCS a little later. So, starting on the April the 2nd, we were at 1UP TCG in Mendenhall, Mississippi. Great, great card shop. Definitely go. Yeah, definitely. Not as good as uh, ETB Games in Alexandria, Louisiana. Yeah. But, it's a cool shop. It's got good ownership, it's got good people, good judge staff, and we really enjoyed our time there for the most part. I'll be honest, not everything is perfect at that particular shop, but as a whole, that was our first regional back in about nine years. Give or take. Right. So it was really good to go in and knock the dust off before going to the regional the next day in Kenner, Louisiana, which is basically New Orleans, the very next day. So, in... I played the same deck at all three events. I played Sword Soul Tenny with, like, a Hauke Fibrax engine and stuff like that, but I wasn't playing the Adventure Package or the Basil Rose Shoot um, Rose Dragon Package. Um, and then the first regional, I didn't do great. I was like one in three through four rounds. So I went ahead and dropped and there was also like an hour and a half delay after the, after that fourth round, cause somebody got all their stuff stolen. So I went ahead and dropped. Uh, that's about, yeah, actually I think we dropped at the same time. Yeah. Because we got up at 4am and drove to the regional 
And we, so we went ahead and dropped through round four because we drove four and a half hours. And then when we got done with that regional, we drove another three hours to New Orleans that night. Yeah. So we said, you know, we're not going to hang out here all day. Yeah, we're not. No, no, neither one of us are going to be able to top. So if we drop now, we can just go ahead and get out of here and like get to New Orleans at a decent time. Which worked out good because there ended up being another delay later on. And that regional did not end until after 10 o'clock. Yeah, so we would have been getting into New Orleans at like th 2, 3 a.m. Right, sleeping right. Sleeping for a couple hours <laughs> and then hitting up another regional. And then driving another four hours home. Yeah. So, but I think my matchups in that regional, I don't remember all of them exactly. Round one, I know I played against the Mirror and that guy honestly just drew better cards than I did. Um, I lost that round due to straight variants. Round two, I played against Virtual World, um, Virtual World Punk. Oh. It was, yeah, it was Punk Virtual World. And he... Such a cool deck, I think. Yeah, I think it's a pretty cool deck, too. That was actually one of the listeners. That was a listener. It was very cool. I got recognized. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. So I lost to him... And at this point, I'm already 0-2. It's just been a heck of a day. Round three, I want to say I played against Invoked, and I beat him pretty handedly. And round four, I don't even remember what I played against, but we just dropped right there. So, you know, we just dropped. There was an, Like I said, there was an hour and a half delay. And it was because somebody's stuff got stolen. And they, uh, police were called since it was uh, kind of a smaller event. Yeah, I think it was 138 people. Yeah, they just you know asked, hey, if anyone's willing to let their uh, to to let us search through their stuff, we'd greatly appreciate it. Right. Yeah, that took about an hour. Yeah, it it definitely did take some time. And then wasn't there another hour delay, where, like. Like, I, I like, know that there was an hour plus delay at, later on, but I don't know what it was about. Yeah, no, because I remember there was, there was a delay there also for like like a judge making a ruling and the dude getting kind of angry about it. That was the that was the weekend before. That was the weekend before. Okay. I, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, they're they're at the same place. So I kind of got it mixed up. Gotcha. Um, and then the net. So we drove. We left there. Drove three hours to New Orleans. And did the New Orleans region on Sunday, and that one went way better for me. Um, oh, like not only not only was it run much more like much more smoothly, we were done with round four at like two o'clock. Literally, yeah. Of a, what? How many rounds was it, like eight? Seven. So, yeah, seven round tournament. It, it started. Okay, so just to give you an idea, the Mendenhall Regional with 138 players, they did eight rounds. It. Signups ended at 10. The tournament didn't end until like 10. Yeah. And they did not play out top cut. So I was just a cut to top 16. The tournament didn't end until like 10 p.m. Yeah. And then... um, Round two was... Like round two ended at like 1 o'clock. Right. Just for reference. That four hour delay... I mean, that, not four hour. That hour and a half delay caused round four and round... Like round five didn't start until like 4.30 in the afternoon. Yeah. And I was, yeah, we were just done. But at the next regional, this regional was run by the side deck. 
This is the same people that run the a lot of the remote duel events. They run the remote duel YCSs, things like that. They actually drove from Lexington, South Carolina, all the way to New Orleans mm -hmm. to vend at this event and run this event. Signups ended at 9.45. Pairings went up at 10.10. We had a break around after around 2 or 3 around lunchtime. For, we had about a 20-minute break. And the entire event was over at 5 o'clock. Yep. Seven and, rounds. And that include and that also includes Top Cut. Didn't, uh, didn't they play out Top or no? No, they did not no? play out Top okay. Cut. Regionals, they don't play out Top Cut. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Like right at five, they're like, "Okay, we're done." Shoo. Yeah, it, it was honestly one of the most well-run events I've ever been to. They rented out the uh, Pontchartrain Convention Center in Kenner. Beautiful the convention center. It was a great venue. They had great facilities. They had a, they had a concession stand open, which is something they didn't even have at YCS Charlotte this yeah. past weekend. Which I mean, I. Part of that, I think, was due to the fact you just go upstairs, there's a bunch of places to eat upstairs. Right. In the Charlotte Convention Center, there was like four restaurants you could choose, three or four restaurants you could choose from. Yeah. Plus, there's also like a Starbucks if you just wanted a drink. Well, I was just, and, I was including Starbucks. Yeah. Then like a bunch of vending machines. Right, right. So they didn't need the concession stand. Right. But in New Orleans, they actually had a full concession stand open. Which, which was super nice. Right, right. So... I'm going to say that it's like we had seven rounds. Round one, I played against live twins, which I beat. Round two, I played against based, which I lost to. That guy ended up getting second at the event, though, so I don't feel too bad about that. Keep in mind... Hey, we take those. Well, keep in mind, the Kenner Regional had... We did... The, we counted between 20 and 25 players that have either top 32 or better a YCS including several YCS winners keep it now this now you said there's about 20 of them right 20 to 25 20, yes 20 25 there is 110 people there 104 104 so roughly 20 to 25 percent of the player base there were YCS toppers yeah it was an extremely stacked regional it, it was one of the most hard fought events that i've ever been to oh yeah no i i had like i walked away from that event it just mentally exhausted right you know because like because like you know because whenever, whenever i play i do i put you know i put forward 110 just to squeak by at all i'd have put like 150 yeah i oh, definitely man. i mean i i put forth my full effort in every event of course that's how you, that's what you do but that event was just different. That that event was one of the most intense competitive events I think I've ever been to, honestly. So okay. So for these two events, day on the uh, one in Mindenhall, Sonny wore his top cut shirt, and then the next day I wore mine in New Orleans. Uh, because you know we each only have one shirt, so yeah. So, so we're not wearing a dirty shirt. <clears throat> right. <clears throat> well, I sit down for my first round, my opponent sets up and he goes. And looks at my shirt and goes, "Oh man, you, oh man, you, you listen to talk, talk, uh, Top Cut too, man. They're great." I was like, "I don't listen to them. I am them. I am them." <laughs> he went. He just kind of he just kind of squinted at me. We got the matchup. He looked at it and goes, "No." <laughs> I was like, "Yes, sir." Yeah, it, we got recognized a bunch at all of these events in Mississippi, in New Orleans, in 
Charlotte. We got recognized. Which is super cool. Yeah, it was honestly surreal to me because that is just not something that you expect when in i mean in our eyes anyway we're still like some of the smallest creators in the community right if, if not the smallest right and we're we're we are a we are niche creators we're like micro niche creators in an already niche community so for us to get recognized especially when we don't even have video on our yeah episodes is really kind of crazy to be fair it, it also helped that, you know, we wore our shirts both days. Yes, of course. But, that, but only did that because where we were staying had a wash and dryer, so we got back, changed shirts, washed our shirts. They were, for the YCS, you mean? Yeah, yeah, for the YCS. Um, but, yeah, like, like I said, uh, I personally just think that a good chunk of it was the shirt, because then it allowed them to connect Top Cut to the voices. Right. It was similar to... Um... Well, you know, I'll, I'll get into that more later. Actually, I want to I want to talk about that later specifically. Um, but so okay, so round one was live twin. Round two was based, which I lost. Round three, I played against DDD. That one was a tie, and I very specifically remember it was a tie because it was my own fault. Because we had a minute left to time. I'm turboing through my combo. He has no interruptions. I go full Hulk combo, and I'm at the end. I summon Chi Zhao, so I've got Aurora on Chi Zhao, and I'm getting my search off of Chi Zhao, and what do I search off Chi Zhao a minute left in time? Well, my first thought is, uh, 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 the long one. Right, of course. Discard burn, time is called, you win. Exactly. And that, of course, is the play there. So what do I do? I zero in on the on my lack of sleep head, zeroes in on the fact that I haven't normal summoned yet. Yep, so obviously the correct answer here is to normal summon. Right, so I go Taie, not remembering that I don't have a way to get Long Yan. So I search Taie, normal summon Taie, activate effect, make Draco Berserker of the Tenyi, pass. Wait a minute. You could have you could have just had game there. Yes, I absolutely could have. Uh, but man, we we all make mistakes like that. Um, the biggest like the biggest thing I remember. There are two major things I actually I remember from that tournament. I don't remember my individual matchups. One of them was a horrendous mistake. Um, well, that was a horrendous mistake for me. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember the exact situation where it came up. But basic basically, it was uh. I just had it and I just lost it. <laughs> It'll probably hit me later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but the other thing I very distinctly remember was I um, was uh, one of my games. I uh, lost the die roll and I was like, man, that sucks. And I opened uh, Valor Nib. Right. And I was like, man, this is Source Old Tenya. I got Source Old Tenya. I got his goat. Normal summon Taie or the the one that's like revealed to get the token. Moji. Yeah, normal summon Moji. I was like, I got his goat. <laughs> and I just set my hand down and leaned back to win. It's good. It's good. It's good. Until he decide until he goes, okay, in phase. Before you enter before you enter main phase. At this point he's got like Chi Zhao, Drago Berserker, and Baron. Baron. I go. Before you before you uh, attempt to end, Nib. He kinda has a little smile and goes, uh points at his uh Baron and goes Negate. 
Valor. Rip. And he just slowly puts his head in his hands and just goes, no. Dude, at the YCS, I got nib Valored or nib impermed more times than I can count. Okay. Getting off track. Yeah. But that, those are the, that was the big thing I remember. Yeah, yeah. So round three, I get a tie in Kenner. So at this point, I'm 1-1-1. One, one, one. Round four, I play against Cyber Dragons, which I win. Round five, I play against another listener. I found this out later. That Chase, I remember your name, Chase, if you're out there. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I played against Dragon Link, which I lost. So at this point, I'm 2-2-1. Two, two, Round six was... Hmm. I don't quite remember what round six was. Oh, I remember why I don't remember round six. Because my opponent didn't show up. Oh. So at this point, I'm 3-2-1. And then the final round of the day, I don't remember what it was, but I know I won. So... That overall put my record at 4-2-1, which was good enough for 21st place. We take those. Honestly, yeah. I mean, to get to be just shy of uh, topping the event with such a stacked class of people yeah. there. Oh, yeah. Oh, Fluanderies. I played against Fluanderies ah, the final round, and it was a really, really, really weird game. Uh, I don't. I won't go into all the details, but that was a really weird game with a really weird game state. I mean, I would imagine. Yeah, it was really weird. So. Yeah. Uh, but I will say the weirdest hand I had that entire day was because I'm pl- so I didn't say this earlier. I'm, I'm playing uh, for the all three events. I played uh, burning uh, PK, uh, DPE with like a burning abyss package of like Graffin's here. Right. Turgai, Kakamucha Knight, uh, Magician Souls, which was a super cool card. Um, one of my hands, I opened Graf Seer. Rip. Uh, no, no, that's not terrible, actually. I was kind of... Really? Yeah, at first I was like, oh no, I bricked. And then I kind of stared at it and went, wait a minute. Normal Summon uh, normal summon Seer Special Graf. Link to and a Cherub. Effective Seer, get Graf back. Effective Cherub. And I was like, it's full combo. It's just straight up full combo. Not like the big fancy combo where I can end with like Appaloosa 2. Right. But I, I, I was it's able enough. to... Yeah, I was able to... Because I also had Call by the Grave and Cross Out in my hand as well. Ooh. So I just kind of went, this is full combo. Boom. You know, full on DP, Scythe Lock. Um, I had... Uh, Two, I had a. Uh, I only had one fog blade set, unfortunately, but I also had fog blade in the graveyard with rusty on field, and I had wings in grave. Okay, with uh rusty on field and breaksword grave. Breaksword. So uh, during my end, so then I ended my turn by effective DP to pop itself and verte to clear out that zone, because right. then I still have a uh, dagda. Right. So then his turn. So then he he, he does his turn. I cyphoc. He passes. Um, I attempted to to just straight up OTK, couldn't quite get there, passed, but I kept uh, Dagda on board, so DP popped Dagda Scythelock again. Oh man! So overall, I think the Kenner Regional was so fun. 
and I really hope that they do more events in that venue run mm-hmm. by the side deck because it was just top tier, honestly. Oh, yeah. And, like, it was so hot that day, but then, like, around noon where it was starting to get, like, peak heat, mm-hmm. that uh, that wind from the lake blew in. Oh, yeah. And just cooled it all back down. Yeah. Oh. The Pontchartrain Convention Center is literally right next to Lake Pontchartrain. So they had just, it was warm, but with a nice, cool lake breeze all day. I'm serious. It was like Not the perfect cloud. event. There's like just a couple of white clouds in the sky. Oh yeah, it was perfect. Yeah, I really Beautiful. cannot. If you ever see another Kenner Regional, specifically one at the Pontchartrain Convention Center and run by the side deck, go. Yeah, definitely. Definitely go. Even if you have to like fly in, if it's something that you can feasibly do, oh my goodness, it was like the best regional I've ever. I've been to regionals in. Uh, in regular card shops, I've been to regionals in bookstores, hotels, hotels, uh, school oh, gymnasiums. I've been to a regional. It wasn't New Year regional, but I've been to a regional that took place in a Wendy's. Okay, I've never done that. <laughs> it was a Pokemon regional. Wow. Yeah, I've been to them literally in shops, in bookstores, in school gymnasiums, in hotels, convention centers. I've been to regionals in all kinds of places. At cons, at YCSs, mm-hmm. that was the best regional I've ever been to. The best Easily. one I've ever attended. Without without a second thought. So, I just want to take a moment to give a round of applause to... Uh, the Side Deck. Yeah, Side Deck over in South Carolina. It's, yeah. it's also a cafe. It's a car shop and cafe. Yes, the Side Deck Gaming Cafe. They are awesome. The yeah. vendors that work for them are amazing. Shout out Dallas. Uh, honestly, just everybody that is associated with them, they were extremely professional. They ran the event so tight-knit, and it, it just, they never took a break. The one downside to that event was a 12-year-old kid got his, got his bag stolen with all kinds of stuff, mm-hmm. and that is absolutely abhorrent. If you're if you're out there and you're listening to this podcast, quit. How dare we don't, you? We don't want you as a like, listener. Like seriously, a twelve year old. How dare you? Yeah, it, it was without a doubt one of the most horrible things. Yeah. There that was a thievery couple, at all at a, a Yu Gi Oh event is just uncalled for, completely unacceptable yeah. on any level, and. I know that it being a 12-year-old kid shouldn't make it worse because it's terrible no matter what, but yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, so, I, it's abhorrent. Just seriously. Dude, there are some people talking about talking about uh, setting up a manhunt to go look for him. I, I know somebody that was... I'm not going to say who it was. I know somebody that at the Mendenhall Regional was literally walking around with a wooden stake. Like... They were so mad about the thievery. Yeah. It's so unacceptable. And, and I'm not going to say that resorting to violence is the answer if you find somebody like this. But, but the fact that the thievery has gotten that, to that kind of it's level. It's absolutely abhorrent. Yeah. So the Kenner Regional was overall a really great experience, though. And I would really recommend it to anybody. And then the next thing that I'm going to say is we're going to take a quick moment before we get into all of our thoughts about the YCS to thank our sponsor ETB Games in Alexandria, Louisiana. Thank you so much for your sponsorship of the podcast. 
we of course want to say ETB Games is our locals in Alexandria, Louisiana. They are your one-stop shop for everything card game related for Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Digimon, Magic the Gathering. You can get deck boxes, sleeves, binders, anything that you need, singles, sealed product, everything that you need. And of course, with all of that being said, be sure to check them out at the link down in the description below. And before I forget, I also want to thank we have a new review on Apple Podcasts. Heck yeah. Five stars, good and consistent, from Invoked Fart. You know what? I love it. Yeah. Uh, consistent uploads, helps my boomer self stay up to date with new cards, gets interesting guests from various aspects of the game, cool dudes, except one of them likes Madolce, so I almost made it a four-star review. That's fair. Excuse me. It's fair. Don't say it's not. It's fair. So with all of that said, let's go ahead on and get into our thoughts on YCS Charlotte. Yeah, boy. Yeah, I. YCS Charlotte was a heck of an experience. I mean, this one was also run by the side deck. So without question, it was a well-run event. It was well put together. And honestly, 10 out of 10 would do again. Oh, um, yeah. The drive, the drive was rough, but... What do, you, what do you mean the drive was rough? You slept the whole time. Not the whole time, like half of it. It was more than half. Roughly. Um, <laughs> it was still it was still kind of, a, you know, kind of a rough drive just due to, you know, the distance. Because, boy, when I got out of that car for the final, you know, to, when we got to the Airbnb, oh, I could feel it in my legs. All 14 hours, 13 and a half hours. Oh, man. Yeah, so... It was, um, it was interesting. So we got there at like 11 o'clock on Friday. We hung out for a little bit, checked in the Airbnb. We, then we went to the venue around 12-ish, 12, around 1.30 actually. Uh, checked in, confirmed all of our bookings and everything for the YCS. And we hung out, got some trades done, got handled all the stuff we wanted to handle. And from there, we just kind of hung out for a few hours back at the Airbnb around 5.15. Hung out, did some play testing on, uh, on that Friday night. Mm-hmm. Got up Saturday, we went and did the event. So we did, it was nine rounds on Saturday and two uh two rounds of swiss on sunday and then then all of top 32 yeah and then single elimination from there right so it goes somewhat along the lines of we had okay so i remember actually you know what we typed it all out yes we did we were smart this time right Round one, I played against Prank's Adventure, which I lost mostly because he just had everything. He had like nib impermanent all that multiple times. Yo, it ha- it happens, man. Uh, my round one was against Flow Wanderees. I kid you not. I win the die roll, draw for turn, s- draw phase, standby, and he kind of looked. He's kind of looking at his hand, and he goes, "Give me a second. I was like, "Okay, shifter." rip i was like you had to think about that he goes <laughs> dude it's, it's been a long trip i'm like fair okay fair and then and game two he did the same thing game two i i go first draw and he goes uh and he just immediately shifters me again just immediate i'm like ripperoni 
double shift? He goes, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Round two, I played against Sky Striker, which I won. That was a fun game. Game three, he put me on 100 life. And then I go into my turn, draw for turn, and then just make Cheng Ying and attack over one of his strikers. And we had like 15 combined banished cards, and it, it ended the game. So, Source Hole Ten Yi. My round two is Source Hole Ten Yi. Uh, like, almost exactly Sunny's build. Um, almost. So, so game one, I just kind of scythe-locked him to death. Game two, um, I went, you know, my normal combo line, and I had an extender in hand. So, like, I normal summoned a level three, got two more out, because one of them was, uh uh tracker yeah so then may cherub with track and the one the ones who have the dark on field field effective cherub send fiendish rhino warrior yep and he looks at it kind of cocks his head and he picks up and reads it and then his eyes go real wide and i realize yeah. he knows yeah <laughs> but there's a key thing he doesn't know i have the token collector in my hand oh and he ashes it Oh man! And I go, it's good. And I just go throughout my entire combo. Uh, he had, he also had a nib in hand, so he also nibbed me. So I pass on a wonderful board of a Nibiru token. Right. Um. Well, Nibiru token and an active DPE. That makes a difference. So I at least have the DPE going. So he draws for turn and goes, "Man, I'm glad you didn't have token collector. Normal summon Moe reveal token collector." Ah, oh, rip. He's like, you had it in hand too, and I was like, I only run one. Yeah. And from there, he just could not keep up. Right. Uh, round three, I played against Swordsaw Tenny. I lost that match. He literally just had nib and burn both games. So Rough. Yeah, um, there's just nothing I could do about that. My round three is Blue Eyes. Nice. Um, At one point, he had me in a position to where I couldn't target any of his dragons with anything, and I couldn't destroy them with anything. So I'm sitting there, what do I do? What do I do? And then I... I realized, wait a minute. It only it only says others. I'm going second. I just make access to pop it, pop his other stuff, game. Nice. So round four, I played against Cyber Dragons. I won that game. It honestly wasn't close. He had to read all my cards. He was a little bit newer on the game, which is fine. It's not a big deal. I'm happy that he came to the event and showed up. But I did 2-0 him fairly mercilessly because I needed to win. BW Punk. I lost. Gotcha. He was just a better player. Yeah. It, it you know it was a good back and forth game. We went to game three. It almost went to time. Ultimately though, he got the win. Round five, I played against Cyrus Eldritch. He won the die roll. I impermed. He went full combo, and then I impermed on his um, his Verte Anaconda. So he was on six thousand life, and then I just OTK'd him the next turn. And then game two. He once again went full combo, except when he went to Verte, I went, uh, before he activated Verte, I went Nibiru, and he set a couple and passed, and then I drew for turn, and it was Red Reboot, which was really nice. Ooh, very nice. Yep, so I played out my entire combo when he tried to interrupt me with trap cards, I played Red Reboot, and I won the game right there. Yeah. It was great. Uh, my round five was against Tri Brigade Lirlusk. <clears throat> round one, he got game. He was just the better player. Yeah. Uh, game two, uh, I'm going first, and I open uh, DD Crow and Lancey, and I'm like, oh. Uh, I attempt to go board. He's able to stop me from going board. Um, and then he goes, Fractal, Kit, I DD Crow the Kit. He goes, okay. Uh, Nerval, Search Karis, 
pitches uh, another normal one's hand, a special Karis. Right. And on summon Lancia. Right, right. And then I just finish him off. Game three, I open La- I open Lancia. He goes first. I just immediately Lancia him as soon as he puts uh, the Karis on board. The same thing. Right. He goes, all right, cool, pass. Draw for turn, standby Lancia. I said, you, you live by the Lancia, you die by the Lancia. And he starts laughing. Um, my draw for turn was another was my other Lancia. So I do as best I can. I have DP going, pass. St- and he goes, draw face, standby Lancia. Nice. And he goes, oh, you got it. Double Lancia, man. Yep. Uh, round six, I played against Dino. I lost this match because in game three, I made a very crucial and critical misplay that straight out lost me the game. And I went ahead and dropped. Yeah. Um, I had code talkers. Uh, I lost the die roll. And then all I had for hand traps is Ash. He, you locked me. So I couldn't link summon because he had, you know, because he had co-linked all the way around and none of his uh, link monsters in the zones could actually point point into my zones. And I had Nightmare Corrupted Ibley on my board. So I could only, uh, so the only special one I could do was a link summon. Right. Can't do it. So I'm like, okay, let's go to game two. Game two, I brick. Hard brick. Like, set a fog blade pass. Rip. And he goes, and he just kind of looks at me, uh, he just kind of looks at it and just goes, Twin Twister? And then you link board again and uh, OTK. I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, and then, I, uh, and then after I was like, you look familiar. And he's sitting there thinking about it. He's like, uh, what uh, locals do you go to? I told him, he's like, no, I don't go to any one of those. Were you in Mendenhall like two weeks ago at a 3v3? I was like, yeah. Yeah. And I recognize, I was like, wait a minute. The Salamangrate player who turbo bricked. He's like a brick for a brick, my friend. He's like, yeah, I, I just went a brick for brick. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, parted ways with a little mutual understanding and respect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really a wonderful event all around. Well run, well put together. Of course, by the side deck again. Um, the vendors were giving out good prices. The people there were awesome. It was great to hear that duelists, you have forty five minutes. You may begin at the start of round one. Mm-hmm. There were a round of applause when that happened. Um, and a huge shout out to all the people that came up and had to sign stuff and had we got to take pictures with. It was really surreal. Um, yep. And then, of course, a huge shout out to all the content creators and pro players and stuff that put up with us asking for pictures. Yep. Um, so we got to meet a ton of great people. We got to meet Mega Capital G, Distant Coder, MBT, Tom Box, Fifth Ray Duelist, Zara Khan. Absolutely. Far nicer than you would ever believe. What do you mean? She's always been nice. Yes. But like, however nice you think she is, she's, she's even nicer. She's much nicer than <laughs> even that. Um, we got to meet the Trift, Team Sam X1. We got to meet Elise Davis. We got to meet Jesse Cotton. Uh, we got to meet Cody Angeloff. We got to meet uh, Rafael Nevin, Pac, Hani. It was just everybody that you would want to meet at an event. It was literally DZ was there. Nim Nim was there. I mean, just everybody was there. And it was so great because everybody just went out of their way to have fun. Oh, yeah. It, it was amazing getting, actually getting to meet them, you know, shake their hand. Right, uh, right. You know, actually getting to see some of these people we've already talked with face-to-face finally. Absolutely. So nice. So, with all that said, be sure to tune in to the next episode. We're going to do a... All kinds of new cards. Yeah, lots like of a- new cards, a YCS meta breakdown, and if we had time, maybe some bandless discussion. Maybe. But we're going to keep this episode a lot shorter than normal. Because we're tired. <laughs> yeah, we're very tired. And I'm going to be honest, 
I do have something that I need to get to. I've been out of town all weekend and it's time for some family time and to spend time with people. So, Oh, absolutely. Um, we hope you all understand. I know that we've been gone for a week and then we come back to a short episode. But uh, with all that said, thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of the Top Cut Podcast. My name is Sonny. I'm Caleb as always. And thank you so much for listening. Have a great, great day, everybody. Take care, everyone. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com